Welcome to Growing Through Grief. I'm your host, Diana Curtis. Growing Through Grief is a weekly sprinkle of education and inspiration to help you take action that leads to personal freedom and greatness. I share powerful conversations with grief experts, spiritual advisors, and other courageous souls in this transformational podcast. I believe with the right support and the power of community, you can eliminate unnecessary prolonged grief. I'm here to teach you how to normalize, recognize, and use grief as a growth tool. I've been a champion for growth for decades since the loss of my mother. Together, we are growing. I'll give you weekly tips and small steps that will move the needle forward so that you are experiencing a healthy inner relationship with yourself. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls. Today, I'm going to be talking about your true self. Your true self is waiting for you. So the intention is for you and I to have a bit of fun through journaling today. As you journal back to your true self, journaling is a beautiful tool to use in order to connect back to yourself. But you must be in a quiet place, very relaxed. So grab your journal and relax. I was inspired to have this conversation after realizing the number of times I get asked the question, how do you stay so calm, Diana, so grounded, so centered? So my immediate response was through my normal rituals. But then I realized there's more. In addition to those normal rituals, the meditation, being out in nature, prayer, affirmation, journaling, music, all of which helps me stay connected to myself, helps me stay aware of how I'm showing up in my life. So I'm making it less about the world and what's happening out there and more about me. Yes, it's important to know what's going on in the world, but I don't have to engage in a way that's obsessive. I'm not interested in negativity. So yes, I do stay engaged and connected, but in a very healthy way. Now back to the question, how do I do what I do? Here's a few reasons why I do what I do. So I made the choice to create my life from a space of gratitude and love, right? And I did this many, many years ago. I decided no matter what comes my way, that I could turn it around. I can be grateful and I can feel love. So when that question kept coming at me, I began to get more curious about it. And I started looking more closely at what I was actually doing. And then I realized life is really working for me. Life keeps getting better and better, and other people are noticing because I'm obsessed and intentional about stating my affirmations, especially this one that says every day and every way, I'm getting better and better. What does that really mean for me? 
It means I'm connecting more to my true self, not the false self. I'm saying no to that false self, that self that blames and shames and gossip. And I'm saying yes to the true self. And because of that, I'm getting greater and greater later in my life. So again, what is this true self that I keep mentioning? What does it mean? I believe it is that self that has no blemishes. That self that can't be harmed. It's pure. It's light. It's peaceful. It's joyful. You've heard me talk about this before, but in a different way. I would say something like the self is, the true self is, the core self is, that spiritual self, the divine self, the intuitive self. It's who you are. It's who I am. Yet that self seems to escape most of us. You may not be accepting, allowing, or accessing it deeply. So I'm wondering why. And I realize there's so many answers to that question. But here's what I believe. It's because most of you are focusing on what you don't want. You're always thinking about, talking about the things that you don't have, the things that you don't want, who's hurting you. You're focusing on the very things and thoughts that are hurting you. And that makes it difficult for you to access your true self. And when you do access your true self, you're in and you're out. So it's difficult to sustain that state of being. It's not a reality for you. So why not choose to be you? Why not intend to tap into your true self? Let me share a fun experience that I've done for years and years. And yes, I say fun because it's your process and you can't get this wrong. It's like a Q&A exercise that I play with, with myself. And it will help you realize the truth of what happened to you, of what didn't happen to you. It will help you realize your reality of the past. It will help you be clear about what you wanted to happen instead of what actually happened. It will help you begin to change your attitude about what did and what didn't happen to you because you will begin to focus on what you want in life. It's like reverse engineering your thoughts, your beliefs about a past reality. It's like changing your attitude about it all. Change your attitude towards life. And it will also help you have fun in life because that's what you're focused on, the good things about life. Remember I shared earlier what I believe the true self is, that essence, that divine, that spiritual self. A more practical definition for the true self is love, peace, joy. So the question is, what's getting in the way of you being love and peaceful and joyful and compassionate? Is it the past trauma, the childhood experiences, the grown-up experiences, the disappointments, 
What is it for you? That's the number one thing I just mentioned. The reality of your life experiences, that past life stuff, is that what keeping you stuck? You know, if I ask you to share those experiences with me, you're probably like most people who wouldn't have a problem sharing because those experiences are always at the top of your mind. Chances are you are regurgitating those experiences over and over. But today we're just gonna think about them briefly. We're not gonna get saturated. We're not gonna saturate the mind with the past. And then you're gonna move into the next step and take a peek at your heart desires. You know, those desires that are still pity patting in your heart. No matter the pain, the trauma that have covered them, they're still wanting to express themselves. So ask yourself, what or who would I be if I had not experienced those events? Who would you be? What would you be doing? What would you be telling yourself about yourself? In other words, if the trauma, the disappointments, the betrayal, the neglect had not happened, who would you be? If those situations had not gotten in the way and began to block you from your true self, what would your true self look like? Now, this is a good place to pause and take down some notes. Journal your thoughts, your heart-driven thoughts. If you need to pause the episode, do that too. So far, you have answered two questions. Number one, what are some of your not-so-pleasant experiences in life that cause you to disconnect from your true self? Number two, who would you be without those unpleasant experiences? What are the desires that are beating in your heart? Who or what are you desiring but haven't been able to reach or create it for yourself? Now, I know that's a big question, right? But take a moment, stop the episode if you need to and really think about your heart-driven desires and add a little more fun to it, exaggerate what comes up for you. If you would like to be a financial advisor, dream about being a bank director, a CEO of a bank instead. If you can imagine it, if you can see it, feel it, taste it, smell it, hear it, embody it, so it is. So imagine what life would have been like had you not experienced the thing. What are your heart desires? Write those down. Here's the thing. Once you accept what it is you really want in life and commit to making it happen, the rest will follow. So begin to tap into that person, the person you desire to be. Question number three, how will you become that person? Change your attitude about life and focus on those desires. Who would you be? What would you be like had you not experienced the stuff? the heartbreak, the pain, and just begin to tap into that person. And there lies the true self. That would be your true self. That's you seeking you. That's who you really are. 
but that other stuff tends to get in the way, just blocking everything, that trauma that happened that you tend to relive over and over and over. You live it in your conversations with yourself and conversations with others. And it may show up as shame, guilt, blame, grief, worry, doubt. It may even show up in some form of addiction, drugs, alcohol, sex, and rock and roll. Decide now in this moment to spend the rest of your life focusing on your true self. And I promise you, life will get better and better because you are waiting for you. So focus on you. If you don't remember anything else from this conversation, remember this. Whatever you're going through, it's not about the other person. It's not about anybody else. It's all about you. So focus on you. We all have something inside of us, trauma, that needs to be cleared out. So let's not waste any more time looking outside of yourself. It's inside of you. Focus on how to get that stuff out so that you can have access to your true self. Make it less about the other person. Release the expectations you've placed on others to heal you. Are you feeling invisible? Are you sliding through life feeling hopeless and wishing someone would come along and save you? Is it time to stop wishing and time to get busy living life, creating what you desire, living a victorious life of fulfillment in a community with other compassionate hearts, healing, growing, transforming into your greatest potential? Sign up now for the next course, Growing Through Grief System, a holistic and compassionate approach to limitless growth and healing. Visit www.coachingtotheheart.org to learn more. Celebrate yourself, your life, and your legacy. We are growth seekers, mastering the game of life and creating a different reality beyond grief and loss. Let me recap again the first three questions, but I'm going to do it in a different way this time. Number one, what happened to you? You must tap back into your past in order to reach your true self. I call it past life therapy. All the past stuff, the losses, the neglect. Number two, who would you be had you not experienced those losses, the grief, the trauma experiences? Number three, how will you become you? It's focus time, people. Commitment time. Keep your eyes on you. And number four, have fun with your life. Accept what is and move through it. If you need support, seek support from a trusting, safe individuals to help you through the process. Now, let me wrap this up with a real life example. Mom died when she was very, very young, too young to understand what was happening. And with that loss was a loss of her identity. She felt alone, abandoned, isolated, and mistrusting of the world, and especially women. She didn't know how to relate to other women in a trusting way. She experienced herself as not seen, heard, or cared for. 
totally alone in the world. Now that's the belief. Those are the beliefs that she told herself. And she experienced other abuse, trauma, and losses. And she was totally disconnected from herself. And she began to live from her false self, not her true self. Yet her heart desires were always being activated. And she knew there was so much more for her to be beyond that trauma. The heartbeat of desire became louder and louder. And it became louder than the past trauma. So guess what? She started her work. She started healing and clearing out the trauma so that she could make room for something new. And those desires that wouldn't go away, she's making room for those now. She knew she would never be happy until those desires were fulfilled. The voice that was once a whisper is now screaming in her ears. So the healing, the growth, and the expansion was her primary focus. And she began to release, reframe, and let go of the not-so-pleasant events that happened in the past. And she stepped into her true self. With consistency, she stepped into the person she would have been had other things not have happened to her. And now she's surrounded by a community of women, which was not possible in that old state of mind. And now she's ready to step, step, step into even more. No, she couldn't erase her past, but she was ready to reframe that past and move forward. What about you? What would you be doing? What would you be saying? Who would you be married to? Who would you be with if the past is healed? Answer those questions for yourself. Allow your vision to become crystal clear. Who would you be if those traumatic experiences had not happened? Now go for them. Create those experiences. You can create a blissful life for yourself. I believe in you. You can do this. And lastly, just begin to have fun in your life. Be adventurous no matter your age. I just read about a 76-year-old woman becoming a model. She is gorgeous and she walks the runway with such confidence and grace. That's a perfect example of how this woman began doing things she never imagined for herself. And her life is continuing to get better and better. She began to live life from the true self, staying connected to the true self, making some commitments to herself. So get ready. Be prepared to shift when those old perceptions, those old thoughts show up. Old beliefs such as no one cares about you. You've been abandoned all of your life. You've been rejected. No one is there for you. Nobody understands you. Doesn't matter if they understand you. What matters is that you understand you. Get back into your life and begin to imagine, to feel, to taste, to smell, and to hear those things, those desires that you would like to see manifest in your life. Experience it now. Move from that old thing to the new thing. 
And as you do that, you're getting closer and closer to your true self. Here's another key component. Become an observer in your life. Just observe. Just be with it, whatever it is. The emotions, the conversations, as much as you can, just observe. Don't take on other people's stuff. Don't take it on. Let them have it. Let them have it. Don't accept what people say about you. It's not yours because now you're walking in your truth, right? You know who you are. That truth that breeds compassion, self-compassion, and empathy. Remind yourself over and over and over again. It's not about the other person. It's about you. It's about your life. And I know it sounds easy, right? But the bottom line is it won't always be easy. Remember I shared earlier, we all have some things inside of us, trauma, grief, whatever, that needs to be cleared out. Yes. So there you are. Play with those questions I've shared here. It's just a little fun exercise to help you tap into your true self. Your true self. It's about you. It's only about the other person in the sense that they may have activated something inside of you. It's inside of you. There's something inside of you. I can't say that enough. There's something inside of all of us, trauma, that must be cleared out in order for us to live this life that we desire. Yes. So go ahead. Start now. Do your work. Grow and have some fun with it. Have some fun with it. Your true self is waiting for you. Answer her. Answer her now, right now. Thank you. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Growing Through Grief and being part of this loving community of women. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share and spread the word. Let's help all women become richer and more nourished in their heart so that they're able to just keep on rising. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, or you would like to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at coachingtotheheart.org. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep on growing.